Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 111. Don't listen to this podcast. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So I guess you're not a rule follower, huh? I told you don't listen to this podcast and you're listening, but I like that. It's a good, it's a good quality. So I was inspired to talk about this because I recently heard about a woman who took a break from, it happened to be this podcast, could have been anything, and uh, later told me that she felt so much better than she had been feeling since she took the break. Now, this is not new. (laughs) This happens all the time with people all over the place. Again, when they take a break from this podcast, they take a break from the school, they take a break from other things that they're studying or learning or classes they're taking or groups they're in, where they step away and they say, wow, I feel so much better. (laughs) And it's funny because this woman and most people feel kind of bad telling you like she you know she thought I would be offended or something like oh I well I took a break from your podcast and I feel a lot better but I'm not only not offended I'm so proud of her and happy for her and it makes absolute perfect sense and I think it's really important to see why this is the case because um your mind won't let this make sense to you. So we really have to kind of see something beyond how our mind will will give this to us. So as much as all of this stuff can be incredibly helpful, I mean, uh, you know, I don't even have to say it, but overwhelmingly, like amazingly helpful in helping people have new perspectives and and just popping new thoughts into their awareness that they didn't see before, which then gets their mind opening in incredible ways. Like all of all of the courses and books and anything that kind of kind of looks in a new direction and helps you explore it in a new way. Um, amazingly helpful. All this stuff is ever, ever, ever doing is oh, it's almost like we hear the new things, we see new things, we listen to something that feels kind of relaxing or feels kind of hopeful or nice. And our mind, our little mind says, ah, okay, they said it, or they're pointing to it, or they're talking about it, so I'm just going to relax. And it's in our mind relaxing that we feel and experience and see all the things coming from within us that have been there all along, that the podcast or the course or the teacher or the book didn't put there, didn't make happen, didn't even bring to life, really. It's more that our mind kind of goes through life looking for excuses, in a sense, looking for, you know, reasons and excuses, because that's just the world that the mind lives in. It needs a reason and a logical uh, excuse for everything. And so it says, oh, yeah, this thing really helped me relax. Well, yeah, maybe your mind started to relax and then it pinned it on that thing and then it opened and relaxed even further. And then you got to feel what whatever you got from that. So, again, it's never anyone else's words um, or the vehicle. It's that 
that your mind relaxed enough for you to hear something from a deeper place that you weren't hearing before. And that's awesome because sometimes, you know, it's incredibly helpful. Like that's not a case for not reading and listening to things. It's like, hey, it doesn't matter really if it if it helps, do it. If it helps your mind relax, there's no shame in that. It'll, it's common sense to kind of do that, I think, if it helps your mind relax. But the reason this is important to see is because sometimes it tends to work the opposite way. And when it works the opposite way, that's when people say, oh, I feel so much better since I stopped listening to your podcast. <laughs> um, and that's because... Often, what a mind will do is listen with the hope of relaxing, with the hope, the intention, you have the hope or the intention of hearing something new. You, the bigger you does, but your mind won't relax. Sometimes your mind will get more busy. Sometimes your mind will go into comparing. And when your mind goes into comparing or shooting or whatever that is, it's like, oh, well, I don't get what she's talking about. And your mind will give that some meaning. Oh, I don't get what she's talking about. I must be missing something. You feel worse, obviously. Now, you feel worse because your mind is telling you a lie, period. That's just the way it works. When our mind tells us lies, we feel worse, thank God, because then we get to feel worse and wake up to the fact that, whoa, something's not right here. You don't feel worse because you really don't get it and you really are behind and everyone else gets it. None of that. All the reasons your mind is telling you why you feel worse are not, are not why you feel worse. You feel worse simply because, because you are wide open consciousness, full expansiveness, full peace and love and wisdom. And when a thought form pops in there that says there's a problem, you're not good enough, you don't stack up and and we see that as the truth, we need feedback. We need to know what's going on. And so we get it. We feel worse. And that's our feedback. And it's so, so simple in that way. So anyway, the way a mind will often listen to things um, is by jumping into, I don't get it. This doesn't make sense. Or one of mine's favorite things um, Everybody else gets it, but I don't. So I, I'm guessing, although on this podcast, you know, I, I have a rough mix of like every other episode is one like this where I'm just sharing something. And then the next will be a conversation with someone else. And often those are um, people's experience, people's like change stories, right? Like their experience changing. I bet you those, as much as I think they're so incredibly helpful, and I do very often hear from people who love those, they get so inspired and so feel so hopeful when they listen to other people's change stories. I bet you they have the opposite effect more than more than others as well. So meaning when people listen, their mind either says, oh, that's possible, that's amazing, and it relaxes, and then you get to feel you. You get to feel yourself and your truth and your health and wisdom. Or a mind says, what? That's not how it is for me. Or, well, 
how come they got to have that insight or why did that work for them? I've been trying to change in this way for 10 years. And look at this guy on Amy's podcast talking about how, you know, he changed in two months or whatever. Like a mind will pounce on that and have a field day and you'll feel horrible. And you feel horrible for super, super good reason because you're believing a bunch of mind stories. You're believing a bunch of stuff that isn't true. You're, you're looking straight at form, which is dead in the water by the time you see it, and thinking that's the truth of who you are. And you're misidentifying with your thinking and your conclusions rather than seeing the bigger truth about life or about who you are. So that's just my guess, is that those uh, change stories are probably pretty polarizing. And again, they aren't. They're just a story. They're just somebody talking about their experience. But I think minds can really kind of go to one of one of two extremes with those once in a while. I, I'm writing about this for my book, how this whole comparison thing happens so quickly and it just habitually from a mind. And, you know, like everything that happens, it it's it's fueled by wisdom and uh, it has a really good intention in it. So our mind is just constantly trying to nail us down, nail down our identity, what's what we have going for us, what we don't have, what are potential threats and potential holes that need to be filled or fixed so that we can be safe and secure and live for as long as possible. That's the purpose of a brain. That's just how a mind thinks. So, It'll come into situations and instantly start keeping score, you know, and it's not necessarily against other people, although it for sure compares you against other people all the time. And you will almost always come out on the bottom in that comparison, but it'll compare you to how you used to be, how it'll compare you to made up standards that your mind makes up on the spot for how you should be. So it'll say, oh, that's how you should be feeling, but that's not how you're feeling. Now, your mind just made all of that up and you, you're you getting real-time feedback showing you, hey, listen, your mind's making crap up again. Don't believe that. You get that feedback in the form of your feelings. But unfortunately, we feel those feelings and we tend to dive deeper into the story, the content of what our mind's making up. And so we're like, oh yeah, I am coming out on bottom. You know, I am not where I should be because of the way it feels, which is the complete polar opposite of of how we really want to see that, how our feelings really work. But what I'm writing about for the book is how this happens in the little school of big change all the time. So in the six-week course where everyone's new coming into this, um, it's like people come in hopeful and with a little healthy suspicion usually because no one, very few people come to the little school of big change with that being the very first thing they've tried to end their habit or to help their anxiety or to see things in a new way almost always they've tried a lot of stuff and you know they've done the whole willpower thing they've done the whole self-help thing and now they're going to look in a new direction so there is some hope in that because it's pretty clear okay this is different i haven't tried this like this is different but they're also understandably really kind of 
kind of suspicious about it as well. So they come in. Um, it becomes clear, I think, early on that this is really different. It's a totally different direction. There's so much hope in it. And what tends to happen is in the first couple of weeks, people feel pretty amazing. Now, obviously, not everyone and everyone's having their own experience. So if there are 250 people in the course, there are 250 experiences that are changing moment by moment even, you know, but but in general, the first couple of weeks, they come in and they hear, okay, you don't have to take notes. You're not going to have to work at this. We're just going to walk through it and hang out. And already just that, that's not them even having seen anything big. It's just, it's just realizing, oh, okay, there is hope and I don't have to force and push. So already they're feeling better. And then they start from that open mind, kind of not pushing place. They start seeing things pretty quickly. So typically in the first couple of weeks, there's a good portion of people that are like, wow, we haven't even gotten into anything yet and I feel great. And and others are taking a little longer and that's totally normal and totally fine. Then something happens around midway, in, again, in general, where some people are really popping already. And of course, of course, others aren't. Now, it means absolutely nothing that three weeks into a course, some people aren't ha- aren't seeing things dramatically differently yet. That's just the most normal thing in the world. Of course they aren't. Like if we went anywhere in the let's say we walked into a, a high school chemistry class, you would find this exact same sort of bell curve, you know? You'd find for some, there's a portion of people for whom it's super simple and they just get it. There's a portion of people that are really lost. And then there's a bunch in the middle. And the ones in the middle are in different places. Some are more toward the I get it. Some are more toward the I don't get it. A bunch are kind of halfway. And it's always changing. So it's like, this is just how learning or seeing anything works. But because minds are really hoping and really kind of... uh had an agenda and they had a plan. And because our mind is really dead set on, especially in a group setting, figuring out where you stand within that group, minds get a little wonky and they start comparing and people start saying, well, I'm seeing things, but they're nothing like what that guy's seeing, you know, or yeah, I, I, you know, this is helpful and I'm, I'm feeling better, but how come I don't seem to be, you know, completely habit-free like that lady over there is already? And all the comparisons just get going at some point. And it's so cool that it happens this way really consistently because it becomes part of the teaching. You know, we get to say, hey, look, this is just what a mind does, just like I'm explaining right now. Like, it doesn't mean anything. It's just what a mind does. And when we can look at it and talk about it, it helps us see, you know, it helps us see so much. It helps us see how feelings are designed to work, that that feelings are designed not to show us when we don't measure up, but to show us when our mind is telling us that we don't measure up and we're buying it. Our mind is telling us that we're not going to be free and we're believing it. That's what feelings are for. So in real time, in a real setting, you know, we get to talk about this in the course and, and 
well, I'm talking about it now. So it does, it does so much. It actually is kind of neat. And it also shows us that time and time again, minds will just scramble to compare and nail something down because this happens in every course, every time. And that's not personal. The fact that it happens every, it's happened in all of like the, what, seven or eight or nine, six-week courses that I've run so far. It's not about a particular person doing that. It doesn't, it's not a weakness. It's universal. It's just the way, the universal way a human mind works. So it's really kind of cool that it happens. And And it also gives us this opportunity to just, do a lot of coaching and look at the blind spots and help people see, no, it doesn't mean any timing is made up, you know, progress is made up. So all of that applies to anything we're taking in, you know, and, and it helps us see why for some people listening to a podcast in a moment can be this um, amazing, uplifting experience. And in the next moment, it can have them feeling worse. It's never the podcast on the good side or bad side. Never. It's never the little school of big change. It's never the book. It's never the person, the teacher, good or bad. It just isn't. They don't get the blame or the credit. It's not that. It's us feeling where our mind is going moment by moment by moment and getting only that feedback, feedback on that only, on nothing else ever. Now, what a mind will do, and mine has done this many, many times, and it still does at times, is say, okay, well, I'm reading this and it doesn't really feel right, or, you know, this is kind of making me feel bad about myself, or this feels like a lot of worry. I don't know. You're like, something isn't really right. And rather than see that and sort of, um, look toward the path of least resistance and maybe take a break. Like rather than feeling that tension and taking a break from the podcast or setting the book down, we'll dive in harder. (laughs) We'll push through, you know, we'll decide and we'll usually feel worse because usually what a mind will say is like, well, you're just not getting it. You just need to do it more. Just listen to more of them. Something will land. And now we're on this, this, roller coaster of listening more and more and more and more. Now we're working super hard and it's really crazy because the thing that we're working for is getting further and further and further away the more that we do. So muddy water settles when you leave it alone. A muddy mind, a busy mind settles when you stop adding stuff to it, stop shaking it up. And stopping shaking things up is not what a mind wants to do. So our mind is in, is in the business of more. Our mind is not in the business of less. Our mind is always in the business of more. Our mind is in the business of doing. If this thing, if this doing doesn't work, let me find another doing. That's the only way a mind can ever see it. It is not in the business of being. It's in the business of doing. And our mind is the only thing that ever gets in the way of everything that we're ever wanting. It's the only thing ever in the way, and it's not really even in the way, but our misunderstanding of it can feel like it gets us in the way of who we really are, of everything we're looking for. So more, when you're feeling bad, 
more is not going to work. It just isn't. It's never going to work to just do more. What's going to help is just taking that step back, letting your mind settle down and doing what makes sense from there. So when someone says, oh, I listen, used to listen to your podcast every day and I loved it, but then it just wasn't feeling so great. And then I took a break and now I feel better. That's amazing. That's you doing what, that's just you living in common sense, you know, because I don't get any credit when the podcast was helping, just like I don't get any blame when it's not. It just doesn't even look that way. It just looks like us following that little inner guidance of how feeling truly works. And, oh, it's so going to be our mind's inclination to just have us push through. Maybe this one will be different, just a little bit more. But if this episode just helps you notice that and spot it a tiny bit sooner and faster, it's, it's going to help so much. It's going to make all, all the difference in the world. The Little School of Big Change six-week course begins September 28th. Every time I run this six-week course, it's absolutely amazing. (laughs) Every time seems better than the last. It blows me away. But I really feel like this time, this September 28th, 2020, is going to be extra special given all the change that everyone in the world, literally the whole world, is going through right now. We're all navigating huge change And there's no better, easier, more natural way to do that than to see that who we are is designed to change. It's only our mind and believing our mind that we have a hard time with all of this. So you were built for this. You were built for change. And you really can start to live into that more and more. So whether you've turned to old habits and coping mechanisms during this time, or the uncertainty is getting to you, or health anxiety, or the social isolation piece, whatever it is, there's no better time to consider spending this time with us and this amazing, incredible, loving community that can help you see a much better way. If you pre-enroll in the Little School of Big Change before the September course begins, you're guaranteed a seat, which is important, and you also save $49. So please go to thelittleschoolofbigchange.com to check it out and let me know if you have any questions. I would love, love to have you in this very special September class.